Welcome to Listener, a crew podcast. I'm your host, Sam Holland. Today's guest is campus staff Jenny Logan from CU Boulder. Jenny recently produced a virtual training on how to use Instagram to reach freshmen on your campus. And the training was so great, I invited her on the show to share more with us about how she uses Instagram on her campus. Enjoy the show. Uh, Jenny Logan, so happy to have you on Listener Podcast today. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, the reason I found out about you is because um, on Workplace, you posted that you were going to do a training on how to use, how you'd been using Instagram on your campus or how to use Instagram on a campus. And my husband, Darren, saw and was so excited about it and then watched the training and he was like, Sam, you use Instagram so much. You need to listen to this training. It's so good. So I, so I watched it and then I was excited about it. And I know like a lot of people watched it live or have watched it since. And it's been super helpful just to have a new virtual way to reach college students during a pandemic. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and I just want, first, I wanted you to share with us who are you and a little bit about your story with Crew, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, again, good to be here. Uh, my name's Jenny Logan. I um, am on campus field staff at CU Boulder. Um, I've been on staff here for about two years, been on staff for six years total, did my first few years um, with support raising included in southern New Mexico, where I served at New Mexico State, and that's my alma mater. And I, I came to Christ through a crew summer mission in Juneau, Alaska. I um, am from Juneau, Alaska, and was ministered to by numerous projects that came to that city summer after summer, um, and they loved and ministered and, and served the locals there, me being one of them, and just really connected with that community um, and moved to New Mexico to live with those friends. And just it was my first time experiencing authentic Christian community. And um, never once I left Alaska in 2010, I never went back um, and ended up staying at New Mexico State and joining staff after getting involved with the crew there. And so being on staff and um, kind of getting involved with social media and um, yeah, curating content for Instagram has been a big passion of mine even before COVID hit. And when it did, it made our transition to online ministry really easy because we had already built a huge following. And so it kind of allowed me to be creative in what can what more can we do instead of, hey, how do we start Instagram? We had already hit the ground running four years ago. And so it was really cool to navigate new ideas we already have all these freshmen following us. How can we reach more people with, with this platform? So, Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so New Mexico State, was that with the Big A's? Yes. Is that mm-hmm. Renee? Oh. Yeah, they were on staff there when I was a student. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Okay. And you first met them in the Big A's in Juneau? Were they coming there and doing a mission? They were not. Um, it was a student that I became really close friends with at New Mexico State. She, that was, the partnership was Juno Summer Mission with New Mexico State. Got it. And she was like, do you want to come live with me and go to college? And Juno being, um, yeah, just a hard place to live. Um, I said, yes, not really knowing what I was getting myself into, but. (laughs) 
That's that's how we recruit, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Fun story. Well, okay, so I'm really glad that we're going to talk about Instagram because I love Instagram so much. Like my husband's platform is Twitter and mine is Instagram. So I experience a lot of the world through Instagram. I get a lot of news there. I've, I feel mm-hmm. like it's changed my life in various ways through different organizations and influencers. So I believe in the power of Instagram, but I learned something from you that I did not know. And that's that 99% of students are on Instagram. Did I get that right? I don't remember saying that. I very well could have. <laughs> a lot of students are on Instagram though. Yes, a lot of students are on Instagram. Wow. I mean, more than I even knew. Yeah. Okay. And so you were into Instagram and building a platform for CU Boulder before 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, took over the New Mexico State Instagram when I joined staff and really rebranded their Instagram to reach students and realized probably around... 2017 that this is the app that students are on. They are not using Facebook. Facebook is primarily um, the boomer generation. It's moving into a business and marketing and Facebook marketplace platform. Instagram is where students and younger, this next generation is, and the generation that, you know, in 2017 when I started to realize that, okay, students are looking at these posts and they're coming to things when we post on the Instagram. And so I started to invest a lot of my downtime in revamping the New Mexico State one and loved doing it, saw immense success from it. So when I transferred to CU Boulder, one of the first things I asked my team leaders was, who does the Instagram? Can I help with it? And they were like, no one does it right now. Please take it on. So in 20, August of 2018, I rebranded the CU Boulder Instagram and started to build a huge following. And then a year and a half later when COVID hit and we moved completely virtual, it was kind of a seamless transition because I had spent the last year and a half getting new followers and, and getting our, our students to be on Instagram with us um, and sharing our posts with other students. So... Well, one thing I loved is it's just another example of something that crew has always tried to do, which is go where the students are, like go, go meet them in the, um, what do you call it? The quad or, you know, this like the center of campus or in their dorm or wherever they're hanging out. And now they're hanging out online. Like they're already there. They're looking for ways to get involved on campus. So it's just smart to have a presence Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Okay. So In your training, which was excellent, and I highly recommend anyone listening, if you want more information and details about what we're talking about, I'm going to put a link to the training in the show notes, assuming you work for crew. Um, And you really broke it down into six segments, building a following, branding, DMing followers, stories and highlights, tagging accounts, and promoting posts. So we're going to just touch on those a little bit along the way. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. I'm like, as you read those to me, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I did talk about that. (laughs) Yes, and um, we're just going to jump right in with building a following. And I'm going to be, I have a listener podcast account on Instagram. So secretly, I'm going to be learning from you about how to, what to do for my own account. I love it. So I'm taking notes. I'm going to be asking you lots of questions that pertain to my own account. But um, 
So building a following, first of all, here's another stat that I heard you say. 40% of students that you follow end up following you back. Is that true? That is very high. Yeah. So we, I started following, yeah, that's, that's true of, that's only true of like, um, every year when I do all my following, like in July and August. Now, if I were to do it, it would probably be a lot less because students are like kind of already have found their niche, their group. Um, but those incoming freshmen, anything that has to do with their school that follows them, they're like, I'm down. I want to be a part of CU. It's my new identity. I'm a buff. They're, they're already branding themselves as CU buff 2022. Four, yeah, 2024. Um, like that's already their identity is they're a buff senior. And so anything that has to do with their college that follows them, I found that they're like, yes, I'll follow you back. And okay, so this is at the beginning of school or even right before school starts. Is this what you're doing? So when does your school start and when are you starting to look for freshmen to follow? So I started, our, our, our school started August I should know this as a CU Boulder campus staff. Probably, I think our first day of class, official classes was August 22nd, 23rd, but then the week before is known as zero week where all the students can go on campus and get moved in, go to you know the fairs for all the campus groups and do the parental tour around campus. Um, but no, so normally, if it was a normal year, I would have probably started to do following in like early August when I had my report date. But because summer mission was canceled and we were all home, I was looking for freshman accounts in June and July. So I had been doing a ton of following on the Instagram in June and July. And because Instagram blocks you as a spam account if you follow too many at a time. So you have to like take it slow, follow a few every day. Um, yeah, so I started in early July just because I had the time to do it. And I wanted something to do that I knew was campus ministry outreach it's following students on instagram so i had the time to do it yeah. this summer so we all had lots of time to mm -hmm. do things like this this summer so yeah my instagram screen time was through the roof so <laughs> you're like just don't just don't tell me what my screen time is i know during this pandemic i don't need those updates um okay so you talk in your training about how you find freshmen to follow and you were kind of looking were you looking up hashtag CU Boulder 2024 or I can't remember it was an there are actual accounts so there are accounts that I don't know who makes them I think it's students that make them they're definitely not made by the university but there's these accounts that students can go follow and then they dm and they get posted about themselves like here's a freshman you know Jose is coming from California and like he's 18 years old. I'm going to be a buff. Um, and so there's like numerous accounts because there's not one central one. But the one, main one that I found had about 3,000 followers and it was growing. And so I took a screenshot of the account, I think in mid-July, and I texted it to my team leaders. I was like, I have just struck gold with 3,000, basically it's like 3,000 surveys kind of. Um, that we, I was like, I'm going to go follow all these for the next few weeks. And so found a few of those accounts. So they were not hashtags. These are actual accounts that are followed and are following all of these incoming freshmen to see you Boulder. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'm going to switch to myself for a minute and ask mm -hmm. you like if, so I have an Instagram account for my podcast 
So I understand follow for follow. How would I find, and, and my primary audience is staff. So how would I find staff on Instagram? Like, is there a way to do that? Yeah, I have thought about that. The main way that I found is, so when you do Instagram searches in a search bar, you can, when you search for something, you can choose if you're searching, like, like if I wanted to go look at San Diego, California, like a certain coffee shop, I could go look at the place that was tagged and like the most popular Instagram post from that coffee shop or the most recent one, if someone has tagged and added the location. In the same way, you can look for words in a, in someone's bio. It'll search for the name and the handle. It'll search for um, places they've tagged, etc. And so, I have actually in the past gone to like the main crew Instagram, and then or you can type in like crew staff, and a lot of staff have like I'm crew staff in Colorado, or I'm crew staff in the land of enchantment, which is New Mexico. And so that's the way that I've found is to go to crew. Instagram accounts and look because a lot of crew staff are following those ones. Um, but I haven't found a for sure way to find just crew staff. Okay. Unless you, unless they happen to have it in their bio. Right. Okay. Got it. Helpful. Yeah. Okay. So another question about following you are following all these freshmen, 40% are following you back. Do you unfollow the ones that don't follow you? And how do you do that? Uh, that's such a good question. I am so glad they didn't ask me this in the recording because it's like <laughs> kind of hard to explain and it sounds really mean. So yes, I do go unfollow accounts, but not usually freshmen that I've followed this year. So if you go to like your podca- podcast account and you go to um, who you're following, then you can click earliest to latest. So you can see who who is like the first account you followed when you created it. And so I will do that. And then I'll see like, I mean, I don't even know the names of the students because we followed them when the account was made in 2013 or um, et cetera. So I will go and follow really old accounts. Like if it's not a person, if it's like CC's Pizza in Boulder, in like Old Town Boulder. It's like, we don't need to be following that account. Like that is ridiculous. And so I go and unfollow a lot of like spam accounts, non-student accounts, old accounts, like non-active ones that you can tell they don't post anything. Um, A, because it the lower your follower account, it just makes your account look less like a spam account to incoming followers. Um, and what it does is hopefully create your... Um, the people that you are following are more engaged with your account because it's on, it's being seen by those specific people. And so I do unfollow people, but I haven't, I'm, I might've accidentally, but I normally don't unfollow freshmen that don't follow us back until like, like a year has passed. If that yeah, makes sense. That makes so, sense. Okay. Yeah. So are you looking through, are you clicking on individuals, like the earliest people you followed to see if they follow you? Like, so you do it individually or you just know whether they follow you or not. I can't remember if it says them. they follow you. Something like but that. But I, okay. I don't click on everyone. I just click unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Um, yeah. To keep the ratio good. My kids yes. call it the ratio. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is like it sounds weird to people. It sounds weird. But like if you're, if the people you're following is a lot less than the people that follow you, your account looks legit it looks it looks fancy it looks like account that this generation of freshmen and gen z want to follow yeah so it's important yeah okay 
That is a good tip. See, so, I didn't know the name of that. The ratio. Okay. See, I'm learning something my, new. <laughs> well, I have teenagers. Okay. So they were telling me, they were talking about ratio in terms of likes and comments because sometimes, I don't know if they were specifically talking about Instagram, but if a, if a post doesn't get a lot of likes, but it gets a lot of comments, it doesn't look good because a lot of times people are mad about the post. It means because, so they're not liking it, but they're commenting. Anyway, that was, that was their ratio, but I, I was using it to talk about follows, who follows you versus who you follow. That ratio matters. So, um, but interesting about the comments versus likes, you know, yeah, didn't know who that. Who knew? But it makes sense, right? Yeah, that, that really, I do. That does make sense. I'm like, have I posted anything controversial on the Boulder Crew Instagram? <laughs> Probably not. No, but that leads us to our next topic, which is branding. So it mm-hmm. matters what you know, what your site looks like, and what you're posting. So can you mm-hmm. say a little bit about branding? Yeah. So when I kind of looked at the New Mexico State Instagram and and rebranded it, and then the same with the CU Boulder one, in my mind. I want a student to look at our Instagram and look at maybe like the activities we're doing, the events we're putting on and what we're doing. I, you know, I said this on my training, the heart behind having an Instagram or the vision behind at least CU Boulders, I don't want to speak for all crew campus accounts. The vision behind Boulder crew Instagram is not that students would go to our account and come to Christ. That is incredible. If they do, the Holy Spirit can work through an Instagram bio, not saying that's not possible, but that is probably not going to happen. They're not probably not going to come to our account and be like, oh, I want to follow Jesus. If they're not a follower of Christ, we want them to feel like it's an account that they're welcome to follow and that intrigues them. So if your bio is, you know, a ton, like Bible verses and Christian lingo, and it's all posts about, you know, a cross or Bible, you know, like those are great things, but it's not, it's not attracting the audience that you want. And so... If, if they're already Christian, they're going to love it. Like, But if they're not, they're probably going to be like, oh, this is a little bit too much for me. I probably wouldn't be welcome here. Um, and so our vision is we want our we want that bio to explain what we are. So ours does say we're a community of students that see you um, passionate about connecting students to Christ and to others. And so that is in there. Like we're not going to, and it, our, our, we're a business account, religious organization. And so it's clear that we are a Christian organization, but at the same time, there's no words on our posts about, you know, a church event or, um, a Bible study. Like all of those things are interwoven in our highlights and on our story so that when we follow an account and they come back and they're, you know, it's kind of like a resume, like they're going to scan our account for maybe three or four seconds. Um, and they're going to decide like that if they're going to follow us back or not. And if they don't, they're probably never going to see our account again. And so what do I want this person to see? Oh, look at all these students. Look at all these buffs hanging out, having fun together, connecting with each other, eating, going to get pizza. They're in community groups. Um, so that's what we, that's what I say about branding is what do you want to brand yourself as? And what do you want your followers to see? And what is that first impression for them when they look at your Instagram profile? Is it super Christian and only you're attracting believers, which again, not a bad thing, but a account that is targeted and branded as just kind of a, we're a really fun group of students that we hang out, we have fun together, but we also dive into scripture and share authentic community with each other. So 
I probably rambled a little bit right there, but. No, that's really, really important to think about. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the message that you're sending? And is this Mm -hmm. for students who are already Christian or, you know, is, who is this for? Like, those Mm -hmm. are things that you're thinking about when you're building your brand. So let's talk a little bit. You've mentioned DMing a few times. Let's talk about, you you talked in your training about you built your following and then you just decided to DM anyone who followed you. Yeah. So at first, this is on our staff retreat, we're like um, brainstorming, how do we reach students? And I said these words to my team leader. I was like, I'm not direct messaging these students. That's going to be creepy. Like if they want to come to things, we're going to post about it. I literally told him that I'm like, we're not DMing students. And he, he wasn't asking me to, I was just like trying to think of every possibility. I'm like, no, we're going to, that's going to be creepy. And then a week later, I should go find the text message. I was, I texted my team leader. I was like, okay, I'm doing a 180. I'm going to DM all these freshmen that followed us back because I feel like them following us back, I feel like it's totally okay. For some reason, Holy Spirit maybe was like, okay, I'm going for it. So I texted two of my teammates. I was like, hey, we're going to Panera. I don't know what's going to happen, but let's go DM these students that followed us back. And so we just started DMing them saying, hi, my name is Jenny. Thanks for following Boulder Crew Instagram. Um, and oh gosh, what did we say? Like telling him that we're a human. We're not, you know, this, we're not, this is Boulder crew. It's like, Hey, this is Jenny. I'm a person on staff with crew. Um, would you like to be sent updates about our upcoming events on zoom and possibly in person? Because this was still when things were opening back up back in August. And uh, like almost all of them responded. Yeah, here's my phone number. And we were at Panera bread and my jaw was dropping to the floor to Ricky and Jared. I was like, all these students want is connections. Like, yeah, here's my phone number. Send me updates. So then after a couple of weeks, we had a spreadsheet with a hundred or so contacts that had given us their phone number. And then out of that hundred, we started to meet up with them safely outside or on zoom. Then we had about 50. So it was like this, like, are we just cast our nets out wide with following people in June and July and then DMing and then meeting up in person and then getting involved in a community group. And we've like, sanded it down to like our sweet little 18 freshmen that are involved with our movement that's completely virtual we don't do anything in person so yeah it's amazing yeah I mean people dm Mm -hmm. people on instagram all the time and you can ignore it it's but it's a very normal thing like hey you liked this or you followed this Mm -hmm. follow up with a dm um And like you said, it just shows that students are like they want to get involved. And a lot of them don't know how, especially right now, because everything is Mm -hmm. different than it normally is. And I don't know what. So your campus, we haven't even talked about this. Your students are on campus but there's restrictions on right yeah so what they, they can do. there are the dorms are still open these poor i my heart just breaks for these poor students yeah they're they're living in the dorms but they're they don't go to any in person classes i think there's a couple like labs and senior recitation classes that are in person but they don't it's all they're all in their dorms they can't go anywhere boulder restrictions have gotten really tight and even in the last week, um, all the surrounding counties in the Boulder area have gone on level three lockdown. So, yeah, it's the campus is still calling it hybrid because the students are still physically in the dorms. So, but they're all online. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no wonder. They want to, like, hang with mm-hmm. other students and do fun things. Yeah. <laughs> That's what college but is. But it's great because all the students that I text to meet up with, like, safely one-on-one outside or on Zoom, I, I think I've had a student cancel on me one time this whole semester when normally it's, like, three times a week <laughs> being on staff. I mean, it's amazing. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, a student has canceled on me one time this semester, and it's just like goes to show they are just dying for human interaction and to mm-hmm. have a place to share and to be known and mm-hmm. to learn. So, mm-hmm. okay, so let's talk about stories and highlights. That was your fourth segment, and um, one thing I in particular want to talk about are polls because I love the way you use polls. And here's another stat that I jotted down. Um, I think you said that 80% of your virtual community groups are from DMs and polls. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell us what you're doing with polls in your stories. Yeah. So I haven't used them in a couple months um, because we used them a ton at the beginning when People were still trying to figure out, you know, do I want to join crew? There's other Christian ministries on campus. You know, what do I want to get involved with? And um, so what we would do is, so this is, you know, we've already DM'd all these students. We're kind of starting to recognize different Instagram handles. Okay, Aubrey, she's come to a lot of things. You know, you kind of start to see who is our most active new followers. And so what we would do is we would post on our Instagram story, you know, a picture of Jared, who's on staff with us full time, and then hit a student leader named Melvin, who are leading a men's community group. And I wrote, Jared and Melvin are leading a Tuesday night, 7 p.m. freshman men's community group. Do you want more info? Question mark. And then I would put a poll saying, you know, they could choose, click yes or no. Um, I put yes and maybe because I just don't like when, I just don't like reading. No, I don't want information. Um, but, um, so when you, when they click yes, as when you're logged into that account, you can now go look and see every account that clicked yes. And there would be like 30 to 40 of them. And then maybe like 60 of them clicked maybe. And then for the maybes, For the yeses, I just said, here's Jared's number, here's when they're meeting, here's the Zoom link. And then the maybes, we DM'd and said, hey, um, I noticed that you clicked that you might be interested, would you want the Zoom link? Just so they didn't feel like they were getting, like, tricked into, like, an MLM or something, you know, like, do you want to join me? Yes, of course. Like, that's what I don't, I don't want to, you know, be that person. And so, but a lot of the maybes were like, sure, send me the Zoom link, would love to check it out. And so... It was just a way for, like, instead of us DMing them again, it was a chance for them to actively click, yes, I want more info. And then we had another consolidated list of, like, 40 accounts that are interested in Jared's community group. And then we could go and DM all those instead of, okay, let's go DM 400 students about this men's community group. No, like, let's take the people that we have DM'd and see what they think about just answering a poll. And so... We would do that for every single community group for the first, like, five weeks just to see if anyone knew would click yes or maybe. Um, but eventually it was all the same eight or nine students for each community group. So so smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, with highlights, now this is where you can sort of curate your stories into specific topics and things that live all the time at the top of your account. So 
are you, what I want to know is, and maybe you don't know yet, because who knows what's going to happen this school year, but Mm -hmm. will you change your content based on where you are in the school year? Like, would you play, would you start having content and more informational type, um, spiritual, uh, resources and things live on Instagram and use it in that way? Would you have like like testimonies that you would post. I've seen some crew Instagram mm-hmm. accounts do that, but only at certain times in the year. Cause now like moving through the campus mm-hmm. rhythm of the year or I'd maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a confusing question? No, I think it makes sense. I think I don't like the answer that I have to give you is like we, I haven't really changed the stories or excuse me, the highlights based on what time of year it is. They've pretty much been the same. There's like a, what is crew so they can. So, and then that's a way that we don't have to flood our bio, our bio with everything about what we are. They, we, they can look at our account and it looks aesthetically pleasing. We're getting a simple message across. And then those that are interested, they can click on these highlights And so I don't actually change it based on the year, but I, again, don't know everything. And that is something that intrigues me on changing it up a little bit. Um, Because one thing we are doing right now that we kind of have our following, it's not the time of year to be like following a ton of accounts because we kind of already have that. We'll probably do that maybe in January when maybe new spring students are coming in. But now what we're doing is kind of posting on our story from accounts that we want to align our vision and our beliefs with. So we're posting things, you know, Tim Keller quotes or crew Instagram or, um, she reads true, you know, like these accounts that we, and accounts and speakers that we want to align ourselves with. So students can kind of start to see what we're about, you know, for November, we're going to try and post a lot of mission stuff from the summer missions account, you know, where, if we go somewhere this summer, where do you, where can you go? And so that is a question that I, the answer is no, but I also am intrigued by the idea. So, yeah, great. Okay. So number five, tagging accounts. This is actually something I learned from you and tried right away. I want you to know. Um, and I still don't know if I fully understand what it is, but I will just say that probably because of my age, I'm in like a young Gen Xer. I'm like an Xennial. I love hashtags and I use them. And here's an example. On my own personal Instagram, I write poetry sometimes. And I always hashtag it poetry because I kind of want like a poetry community on Instagram. And it has never done anything to hashtag poetry. It's never mattered any time I've ever posted it. Well, then I list, I watched your training and I was like, oh, tagging. Okay, I'm supposed to do that. I'll try tagging something. So I tagged a poem from like a poetry community account and I got like three likes and three follows on one of my poems. So it's true. Tags. (laughs) Why why do tags work and not hashtags? I don't understand. Um, so a hashtag is something that is not connected to one account. So a hashtag is something like if I, I am a huge Boston Red Sox fan. So if I wanted to go look at 
the Boston Red Sox official Instagram account, I know exactly what account that is. However, if I just want to look up hashtag Boston or hashtag Red Sox, it will link me to any photo that any Instagram user in the entire app has ever posted with the hashtag Red Sox. So a hashtag links different photos to the same hashtag, whereas tagging is is tagging an actual account. So like you can't hashtag Jenny Logan and it have it go to my account. You have to tag me in the post and it would link my personal account. Does that make sense? Well, so when I um, tagged my poem, to, uh, mm-hmm. the, the account was like poetry community or something like that. How did the person who then came and liked my poem see my tag? Yes, because now when you tag the poetry account, now it is now on their profile. So when you go to their profile and click on the little, like when you go to someone's profile, they, they have the little square with nine squares on it. That's their wall post. I don't know why I'm using my hands. The listeners will not I can be able see. to see this. It's very helpful um, for me. And, and then there's the IGTV, which is like the little clapboard with the play button. That's an IGTV. Then there's the new one. Oh, no, 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 no. That's the reels. The IGTV is a little TV with like the lightning bolt in it. And now then there's the little like um, square like conversation icon. And that is a tagged photo. So any account that has ever like you tagged this poetry account. So now all of the people that follow the poetry account can go to their tagged photos and your photo pops up. Hmm. It is now on their account unless they physically untag you. Does that make sense? So tagging is good because it links your photo to as many accounts as you tag it. So if we tag 20 Boulder accounts, as long as they don't untag us, which they don't usually, our Boulder crew announcement for free pancakes at the crew house is now on 20 accounts in the Boulder area. Whereas a hashtag, they have to, they have to type that in and connect it to a photo. Okay. If so that makes sense. It does. It's just I follow hashtags. Like, and yes. I, but maybe students don't. Maybe most people yeah. just look at tags on accounts. I think students do follow hashtags. I just don't think they, I just haven't understood the hashtags algorithms enough to utilize them in ways that are worth my time. Got it. Um, and there was one time where like, the thing about hashtags is you can't control them very well. There could always be some random picture attached to a hashtag that you don't know about and then now your photo is forever on that hashtag and so I think the combination of not knowing how to use them well and when we have we don't see a lot of success so it's like it's high risk low reward in my in my mind with hashtags but with tagging it's low risk high reward it's super easy to do it and we've like we had a cheerleader come to our bible study a year ago because she was like, well, Boulder Crew kept tagging us. So I was like, I'll go check it out. And then she came to our Bible study for like two months. <laughs> so so, Bol- yeah. so you were tagging like Boulder cheerleaders, CU Boulder mm-hmm. cheerleaders? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And she like, would just get an CU- alert on the cheerleading account? That's how she knew? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so if whoever runs the cheerleading account, I don't know, you know, like I- I'm the only one logged into the Boulder Crew one. Um, I have Instagram notifications off for just my own, you know, control of screen time. But yeah, normally people have 
Instagram notifications on. And so they would get notifications saying Boulder, like Boulder crew posted a photo of you or Boulder crew tagged you in a photo and then it pops up and they see it. And then now that photo is on their Instagram account under their tagged photos, unless they physically go in and remove the tag, which they can totally do. Got it. Okay. I love that story about the cheerleader. My guess is those people that were following the poetry account were searching around on it and saw your cool post and went to look at it. So in my mind, you said you got three new followers and three new likes. I bet there were probably 10, like probably 30 or 40 people saw your post Mm -hmm. on that poetry account. So like likes and follows don't even signify actually what traffic that post got. I bet a lot more of those poetry followers saw your photo, but just didn't like engage with it. And that you said you can see if you change your account to a business account and then you can see mm-hmm. insights. Let's talk about that. Yeah, for you a can bit. see. Who, yes, yes. So you, your CU Boulder crew account is a business account, which doesn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Correct, free. But it, it allows you to see insights and promote posts. Mm-hmm. Correct. So how have you seen that work well for your movement? Yes. Yeah, so you hit the nail on the head. The two reasons that you want your crew campus account to be business is so that you can promote posts and so you can see insights, which is really encouraging to see the traffic behind the scenes. Um, another reason is this is a pipe dream. Um, if you have 10,000 followers on an account, you can use the swipe up feature on stories, which is just my dream for Boulder Crew. I'm like, the ideas I have for the swipe up feature, it sounds so little, but what I would give, I'm, I've like Google is like, how much money can we buy just to get like <laughs> these random followers? But anyway, so pipe dream. I think we have like 9,000 followers to go, but I believe we can do it. Um, yeah. So if you're listening, go follow us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so promoting a post is where you pay money for the Instagram algorithms to be stretched across a bigger audience to people that are not actively following your account. And so they, it pops up on accounts that are similar to the ones that are act that are active and that are following your account. So you can choose how much money to spend based on how many days you want your post promoted on non-followers accounts and what number of people you want the post to reach. And so if we have, I mean, we have, I think, 1,300 followers on Boulder Crew. Probably, I would say, maybe 500 of those are active students on campus right now. And so when we promote a post, a lot of the people that are going to be seeing it are going to be other students aged 18 to 22, or people age 18 to 22 in the Boulder metro area, and on campus. And so I think we chose to reach, tried to do like 30,000 people because we didn't know how many students were on campus at this point with COVID. Um, And then we did it for 30 days. And I think we spent like $115 on the ministry account. Um, But the promotion, the promotional post that we did was one saying, if you fill out one of our surveys linked in our bio, you can win um, a ski pass or an Amazon gift card. And so promoting a post is paying Instagram to send this sponsored account to other accounts. It's kind of like on Facebook. If you go to um, REI and look at ski boots and then two minutes later you go to Facebook and then that pops up, like that's a sponsored account that REI has paid Facebook. Hey, 
put this on this person's feed because they were looking at it. So that's kind of works the same way when you see sponsored ads on Facebook. They're doing the exact same thing. They want you to be scrolling through their product and to see what they're doing. Okay, so what talk a little bit more or there was something you shared about insights that you were so excited about and you were telling your director. <laughs> Your team leader. <laughs> On staff meeting one day, I was like, you guys, we've had 23,000 people looking at our Instagram in the past seven days. And he was like, I can't remember. He was like um, 2,300 people. I was like, no, 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 no. I said 23,000, which was just so cool to see that like that was like that many people were just like coming to see our profile, which was really encouraging because I'll do a post about the... Um, Hey, my name's Carly. I'm a student leader with Crew. We want you to come check us out, fill out a survey. It maybe gets 60 likes, but then I'm like, okay, over 15,000 people saw this. Like, it's so encouraging. Wow. Yeah. So was that for the hundred some odd dollars you spent that you saw yeah. the 23,000? Yes. That's so so that was so cheap. <laughs> I know. I know. And especially like, you know, we weren't. Um, our boss, like, it's like, this is Instagram shot to the top of what we could do to reach students. So we were willing to, our ops director was like, this is where we want to invest our money. You know, we didn't do a student leadership retreat. You know, there's so many things that we didn't get to do. It's like, this is the greatest time to invest a hundred, two hundred dollars into promoting a post. So, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Well, my favorite thing about the training was just how excited you kept getting when you were talking about these <laughs> students and telling these stories about how they would find you on Instagram and come, you know, to your safe in-person events. And um, then you would try to like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, this gets me really excited. But I it, like it's part of your story, right? This is mm -hmm. like crew finding you in Juno and now you're living this out on these different college campuses. So mm -hmm. I love it. Can you tell us uh, one last story about um, the girl who, f the girls that found each other on Instagram and then came to something? <laughs> yes, I am getting coffee with Kimmy and Elle tomorrow morning. <laughs> I was just texting them before this call. So they are sweet little nuggets. Um, yeah, so I met... I'm trying to, yes, Elle and Rachel were two girls that I had DM'd and kind of a quick backstory is a bunch of the students, some girl posted on some CU Facebook, I'm a Christian and want to get involved. And it turned into this like group of 40 girls in a Snapchat group. So like all of these 40 girls knew each other. And so I would have these like one-on-one -on -one follow ups from surveys and they would be like, oh yeah, I know. There, it was just so funny. Like all these girls like already knew each other and they're like little ducklings trying to find, you know, a Christian community to get involved with. And so, um, met up with this girl named Elle, um, super sweet. We took her through the KGP and, um, met up with this girl named Rachel, followed up with her, took her through the KGP, super encouraging. And turns out they knew each other. And so I was like, oh, great. Like, so I texted them together and said, hey, do you guys want to go get coffee? This is a week after I had met up with them just to kind of like and continue with that relationship. And they were so excited to go together because they had actually never hung out in person. They just knew each other from the Snapchat group. I was like, I'll just go for it. <laughs> so this is like 10 minutes before I'm meeting them at this coffee shop. And Elle texted me and said, hey, can I invite my friend Kimmy? 
And I was like, oh, of course, like I couldn't say yes quick enough. I was like, yes, of course you can. Bring Kimmy right along. She wants to hear about crew. And so we're sitting at coffee, and this is like 30 minutes into coffee, and I'm starting to hear things like, oh, Kimmy, like, where, where are you from? And I'm like, wait a like, do you guys not know each other? Like, what is happening? I thought you guys were friends. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I just met Kimmy before I brought her to coffee. And I was like, what? Like, what is happening? Did I miss something? And Elle had found Kimmy on Instagram, and it said Boulder, it was like, she said, I saw that Boulder Crew was following Kimmy. So I followed her and invited her to coffee because Boulder Crew was already following her, which... For some reason, Kimmy was followed by us, but didn't get DM'd for, I mean, obviously it's, it's just so hard to keep track of that. And so Kimmy had not been DM'd, but just the, the, the sight of us following Kimmy, Elle was like, oh yeah, I just followed her and invited her to coffee. And now they're involved with crew. And so I'm like, your students will do the DMing for you. (laughs) Um, and so yeah, getting coffee with Kimmy and Elle tomorrow, Rachel moved back to California because of everything shutting down so still in contact with rachel but and yeah kimmy and l getting coffee with those two instagram dmers tomorrow <laughs> mm, love it so, it's yeah. crazy crazy times the way that these students connect mm-hmm.